In this week's parsha, we find that Yaakov had a struggle with this man. It says, Vazivosa Yaakov Levado, Yaakov was left alone. He transferred his whole family to the other side of the brook of the Mavar Yabuik. And he went over to the other side to fetch a few leftover jugs that he left over there. And then he meets up with his Ish, and they had a struggle. The Torah relates to us that uh, eventually uh, there was a discussion between uh, Yaakov and this Ish. He could not overpower Yaakov, and Yaakov uh, was just hurt. He dis- dislocated his hip. The Gid Hanosha, that's where we get the uh, prohibition that we learn about the Gid Hanosha. And then he asked him to bless him. And uh, the story as we read in the Chumash. But just this verse, who was this Ish that Yaakov encountered that was wrestling, that was battling Yaakov? So the Rashi, in the simple literal level of the explanation of the Chumash, said this was the guardian angel of Esau. So basically, this was a struggle between Yaakov and Esau. Yaakov took the blessings many years ago from Esau. Esau never forgot or forgave him. And now, when Yaakov is leaving the home of Lavan after 20 years there, he meets again. Esau is coming to uh, fight it out, sort of uh, get even it out, the scores with Yaakov. So before Esau himself comes, Esau's angel is battling uh, Yaakov. This is where Rashi explains the whole events over there with the officer, the angel, In the Kabbalah, they also bring down that this represents generally the evil side, or the Samach as it's known, the, the Sotan, the other side, which is battling against the Yaakov that is the evil forces that stand in the way and they wrestle with the positive and with the good that is within every Jew, which is represented by Yaakov. So that many times when a Yid, when a Jew uh, is standing and trying to do mitzvahs, trying to connect to Hashem, it comes in this Ish, comes in the Samach Mem, comes in the and tries to interfere, tries to, into, tries to get the person away from his service to Hashem. Now there's a certain level of excitement, for example, when a person prays, he davens, the morning prayers, he puts his talus over his head and he concentrates on the words that he uh, is saying, or when he's davening, Mencha Marev, he closes his eyes, he says the Shimon Eshrei, he closes his eyes, so he sort of forgets, and the whole world doesn't exist at that time. He's connected, and he is bound to Hashem, to God. But then what happens when he opens up his eyes after he finishes the davening of the Shimon Esri? He finishes the davening, he goes out into his daily activities. So once again, he has to encounter the Ish. The Satan comes again and tries to struggle when you wrestle it's a 
uh, battle that takes place when one is trying to embrace and hug the other person and sort of throw them over and push them to the ground, not by shooting them from far, but actually through the embrace. What it represents is that the Satan, the Yitzhahara, they try to get the person to fall by enticing the person with all the goodies, with all the uh, different desires, and they're trying to uh, get the person's mind away from his connection to Hashem. So that is the battle of the Ish against Yaakov, the battle of the Samachmem, who struggles and tries to get a Yid away from his service and his connection to Hashem, and try to put all kinds of things in his way, challenges and struggles and goodies, to try to get a person to divert his attention from Hashem and to follow him. And for this, we say that at the end of the day, that if a Yid makes a determination and he wants to stay strong and he wants to keep that fire, that, he, that experience, that connection of Hashem that he has during davening, and that's actually the reason why we start the day with davening in, in the middle of the day with davening, at the end of the day, is because that inspires the person, that gives the person the energy that he needs to. And we say that notwithstanding the fact that there is a struggle, that the Samach Mem tries to trip you, but if a person stays strong and he keeps that experience that he had during the davening, and that experience of closeness that he had with Hashem, and he keeps strong to that, so then he cannot win. He's not able to put Yaakov to the ground. The word Yaakov is made up of two letters. It can stand Yud Ekev. Yaakov is Yud Ekev. Ekev means the heel. Yud is the smallest of the letters. That's the first letter of the Shem Havai of God's name. Yud Kev of K is the letter Yud. Yud, okay, Yaakov represents that he brings down and he has the experience of the Yud, of the highest level of spirituality, always in the Okev, always in the heel, meaning that he takes that experience and that closeness to Hashem, he takes that letter Yud, and he brings it down into all the activities that he does, so that when he goes out to work, he knows that the work needs to be done like a uh, Jewish person needs to work according to halacha, no cheating, no, no tricking, no doing things which are not honest, dishonest. He takes along that inspiration, that yud, down to the Ekev, and then lo yuchaloi, then the Yetzir Hara, the Samachmem, and all the forces that try to hug us, try to entice us, are not able to uh, have a power of us, and we continue as Yaakov and Am Levodud Yishkoin, that we are successfully marching on, as Yaakov did, back to Beersheba, back to Eretz Yisrael.